Bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're Hello and welcome to We Rate Queerbait. This is the show that explores the blurry line between homie and homo. I'm Emery. I also go by M E R M. My pronouns are they, she, he. I'm Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Sky. My pronouns are he, she. And we we've got a funny one this week. Mm-hmm. In a, a real chuckle of a one. Yeah. And, and by funny, I mean starkly tragic. <laughs> but in the way that it feels like the universe really wanted to pick on, like, a few people specifically. Yeah, gosh. Do we just want to jump right into it? We're talking about Mouse Guard Volume 3, The Black Axe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the famed Black Axe that we all know and love. Yeah, so so before we get into it, how much how much do either of you know about the Mouse Guard series? Uh I knew nothing of it before this. I read through all the Black Axe and I currently have now volume one of Mouse Guard sitting on hold at the library and I'm waiting patiently for it to become off hold. Hell yeah. Good ass series. And you know I'm, what? You know what? You're actually reading it in the correct order because Black X is a prologue. Or, or I figured prequel. that out <laughs> when it popped to a random mouse who I did not know, and it was uh-huh. like, and that's the story of Kellenaw. It's like, <laughs> yep. who are you? <laughs> yeah, like it definitely had a feel of, oh look, the protagonist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? What about you, Sky? Oh, honestly, same. Yeah, I yeah. um. I very much enjoyed it, but yeah, I had not heard of or read the series before. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, it was so cute. I love yeah. the houses and like it it was very like, you know, yeah, good. Sucks you right in. It's very, very, very cute style all the way. And it's definitely like honestly, David Peterson, the the writer and artist, is probably one of my favorite comic book artists like the fucking artwork in these books is gorgeous like oh it's incredible yeah the settings are like so detailed like all the backgrounds like just yeah there's just such a just a ton of work put into like all the all like the establishing details of this world like you know what everyone's wearing like what the tools look like just yeah it 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 there is there's just like a tremendous amount of just information about the world conveyed like just through that and all these like really specific little choices and it's just fucking beautiful to look at it's it's so good i especially love how it's one of those series where like it has like anthropomorphized characters but it doesn't Mm -hmm. change their faces too much to like you know emote like people normally do or like how people would easily recognize like they do emote sometimes but not that much but i also see like them and i'm like yeah i can like feel a range of emotions coming off of your face like yeah definitely their eyes will turn like a little and i'll be like yeah you're fucking pissed right now like yeah it's it's a very tricky thing which i i think about a lot when i'm like drawing characters with like uh, uh, a limited like range of facial expressions like yeah how do you, how how the fuck do you convey a lot of emotion when you're like you know 
working with a face that is kind of that is like dissimilar enough to a human's that like yeah you you, you can't just do the obvious expressions like smile frown you know any of those yeah and just like being able to tell like a range of emotions in these characters with them like maybe squinting a little and i'm like yeah i can tell everything you're feeling right now definitely definitely and yeah just i guess to give some to give some overarching details about the series in general so like i said it's a series of comic books so far there's only like the three volumes in the main series but then there's also like a bunch of spin-off content like you know series of shorts you know single issue like sort of one-off mini you know, mini stories, like even art books, which are like fantastic, um, and like actually show a lot of David Peterson's process, including like, you know, going so far as to like build models for like all the all the settings he draws, which oh, that's is, really cute. Yeah, which is like ha- which is part of why they feel like you know, so well realized and solidly constructed is because at some point he's just like, all right, I'm going to build a model of this place and then draw that. <laughs> it's cool. And I love the, um, yeah, not to get too granular here right off the bat while you're giving background details, but I really love the, like, putting the maps throughout, like, mm-hmm. just ha- like while you're doing, like, the journey through, it's like you have the map and you can tell, like, the map is, like, drawn and it's, like, very, like... Um, I really love the one that was just like had like a big like thorn thicket and then another thing on the other side like rocks or something mm-hmm. and it was just like so like perfect for like a map that a mouse would have. It's yeah. like yeah, no, this is like impassable this way and this way because of like it, it I don't mm-hmm. know. It just was very very cool. Yeah, like looking really... at the little maps like and like it and, you know, you get to the end and there's like you see the full one and stuff and you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah." Like I don't, it just like works really well as a comic format seeing mm-hmm. like the zoomed in like we're right here on the map and like having the different like structures and different city stuff like the I don't know there's it's it, the really cute stuff throughout setting it up really yeah. just scratching the itch of like being young and reading like the red wall books or like reading like oh yeah book where I like I think I mentioned to you in chat of like just those books that like use anthropomorphized characters so like maybe the violence could get a little more gory than like it should Mm -hmm. for like a children's series but being able to do that like high mighty medieval fantasy like this world of like kings and queens and knights and rangers and like all things like that and just putting in that setting with like here's our maps and here's our countries and like Here's our social systems and the magics and mythologies of these worlds. Just that's scratching that real nice itch of like, ah, I'm back in like a fun medieval fantasy setting. Yeah. Yeah. It is just like a good ass like medieval fantasy. And like, I think like the premise of using mice as a protagonist is so good, you know, which, which, which I'll get to in a second. But like, first I want to say, like, aside from, aside from just comics, other mouse guard media includes a tabletop RPG, uh, which is really rad. And, you know, the, the RPG books are interesting just because like, even if you haven't played them, which I have not, like, they still have just a bunch of like really, excellent world building detail in there it gets into like a bunch of like the really fine minutiae of how this world works that you know 
can't all fit into the comics and just like gives you a ton of options for just like you know both enemies and challenges and like environmental hazards that are all just like so grounded in oh being a mouse is terrifying you're small and anything could kill you everything is scary yeah this feels like um a series on like that like getting into the minutiae of the world like if it just had like a tabletop RPG or like just even like mm-hmm. a farming sim where it's like you can choose just a job. Yeah. You just go about your day doing job would be so interesting. Like, oh, you're one of the mice that goes to pick berries. Mm-hmm. It's extremely scary every yeah. day. For sure. And also, 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 there was a movie in development that had, like, a full year of pre-production work done on it, uh, and then Disney acquired Fox, and it got shit-canned. I love late-stage capitalism. And I, we love it! Mm-hmm! I love how they take uh, ideas and companies and enjoy and grinds it beneath its boot mm-hmm. yep such joy and we say thank you and they take what they ground in their shoe and they turn it into slurry and they say do you want the slop and i say yes please <laughs> do you want the slop we sure we sure do love that slop um uh yeah but but that's that's i think that i think covers all the mouse guard media um yeah and yeah that 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 goes into little to a little bit yeah that pretty much goes into all the all the all the things i like about the series just like the artwork the incredible setting like the the sense of scale and danger it it all comes together in just like the best way this series kind of kicks ass Mm -hmm. yeah it's one of those series i don't i forget if Dan has put it out yet, but we were talking about um, the Hydroxian, like, uh, hanging out, like... Yeah, comic. yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, was that one of the, Yeah, I was talking about that episode, I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I've already read, like, about 40 pages ahead because I can't stop reading it. This was one of those things where I, like, sat down, and I was like, okay, I can knock out a few pages today, and I just kind of kept scrolling and scrolling, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I'm at 150 already. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely read it in one sitting. It is one of those things that's just, like, so readable, so fun, and just, like, I'm just, like, I'm going, like, next page, next page, next page, let's go, let's keep going. hmm I can't get enough of these little guys. Yeah. Yeah. I want 50 of them. <laughs> and, and, yeah, like, also, like, yeah, as, as sort of alluded to earlier, this series can get pretty gory like especially for something that is ostensibly you know you know ostensibly like rated for a child audience like these mouse get kind of fucked up uh in a lot of ways and black axe is definitely like the most brutal of of any of the mouse guard books like they all have horrifying deaths in them but mm-hmm. black axe is pretty much by far the bleakest oh could it be the such lines of i wonder what it is to what it's like to hear the cries of a friend dying who, uh, of <laughs> yeah. a creature who blames you for its death yeah like hear mm-hmm, the crimes mm-hmm. of a creature who blames you for its death and it's just like oh all right man 
just met you, but whatever. <laughs> just talk to me about like, I don't know, like how work's going before you do all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so basically to actually finally explain what a guard mouse is, is like, you know, there's all these dangers in the world. There's big creatures that want to kill you. There's weather hazards. There's environmental hazards. There's just a ton of things. And the guard mice are the, basically the ones who are like, all right, th- there's a few of us little guys and we're going to keep the rest of civilization safe. We're going to go out and fight monsters and uh, trudge through horrible weather and subject ourselves to terrifying conditions because that's that's how society keeps surviving. We're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. We need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, like, I love. I don't know. Things. I don't know. It's really fun to do like medieval settings for like mm-hmm. animal behavior. Like, it works so well, because, I mean, you know, it's just, like, basic society structure, and then you throw some, like, swords on it and shit, and you're like, oh, damn, yeah, fuck yeah, you go out, be the guard mouse. But it just oh, yeah. works really, really well for you this. You go out and, into like, that <laughs> cruel and unjust world that I know, you're like, oh, you. no, I wish you had better, but, you know, you're, it's, it, you're a mouse. This is how yeah. society be. Yeah, and just, like, the fact of being a guard mouse is never, like, glamorized. It's, like... You're just, like, trudging through mud and rain all the time, and you're, you know, sometimes just a fucking big-ass badger or something will kill one of your friends, and it's just, like, yeah, it's not really, like, well-rewarded work or or glamorized work, and, like, even, you know, it talks about how the Black Axe is, like, basically, like, the most heroic of the mice and does like the hardest jobs and also lives the life of a total recluse and never gets to have friends and it's like oh these mice uh-huh you just kind of gotta shun yourself from society because you're like well it keeps everyone else safe i guess mm-hmm yeah, so, yeah um, that's, the middle bit with that's... Bronwyn, I don't want to get into it too much, but that really got me. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> again, there's a fine line between tragedy and comedy, and sometimes I just, I choose to laugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely we my have se- those things where in the moment we're just like, oh, damn, this just fucking wrenches me. My, and then you my have secret to, wife, you know? whom I love, whom I'm so uh-huh. excited will be alive when I get back home. Honey, yep. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> I hope you aren't dead. <laughs> yeah. So, do, do we do we want to do we want to launch into our recap of this volume with? Do we want to ta- start talking about all these funny things that happen? Yeah, I'd love to really get into just the. Um, uh, <laughs> you guys can take over most of it. You'll notice when I come back in when we meet my favorite character of any piece of media of all time. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, we we open with a prologue uh, starting in the spring of 1153. So this is just after the, uh, you know, the events of volumes one and two. So this is like sort of present day. Um, Yeah, it's just a sort of journal entry of the guard matron Gwendolyn talking about how, you know, the weather is rough and there's lots of work to be done. And also this guard mouse who was, you know, a major character in the first two volumes named Liam. He's missing. Oh no, I hope someone finds him. 
damn. Um, and also, <laughs> you know, honest, I forgot about that um, <laughs> because once again, I forgot it was a prequel. And then it was just like the guard mouse Liam. And I was just like, oh, I wonder if we're ever going to meet them in this. <laughs> Who could that guy be? Well, if he shows yeah. up, it'll matter. Never find out. Yeah, and over top of this, you see mice just, like, going out and, like, hunting a turtle, hunting a badger, like, catching fish, and, you know, and then, like, on, like, the last page of this prologue, we see, like, oh, all these dead animals are now just piled up on a cart, and it's left as an offering for a gigantic fucking bear. The bear And it's like, yep. And uh, if you if you've read the uh, Mouse Guard TTRPG manual, bear is basically just a fucking apocalypse. Like you need to gather about fifty thousand mice before you can even roll dice against it. Like that's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> See, once again, that's that level of just fun fantasy where it's just like everything is harmful to these guys. Literally, yep. nothing is good. Incredible. Pretty much. The world is, the universe is constantly playing a funny, cruel joke on them. Yep, so that's the prologue, just like, oh, 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 shit's gonna be bad? Oh, oh. we're in for a rough time, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, it's and bad I'm- here? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but now we get to watch things be bad in the past, because we finally meet our protagonist of this volume named Kellenaw. And he's just like a reclusive mouse living in his little beach house, talking about how, you know, he he's, you know, how his favorite thing to do is do a Jing Freaks and just be like, hey, my my apprentices, I'm just going to go fuck off. Your first mission is to find me. He fucking loves to do it. It's so funny. It's so good. We got rid of one Jing Freaks to find another. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love when a guy is Jing Freaks. I love when a guy is like, hey, your first mission, fucking find me if you can. He's Pussy. like, my master did it to me and now I'm going to do it to everybody I know near constantly. Yeah. <sighs> it's good. Really, really on your first. That's that's how all teachers should do. Like first day of kindergarten teacher should just be like, OK, I'm out. If you want to learn the alphabet, you better fucking you better fucking get out there and, and track me down. Yeah, I will put convenient letters around so that <laughs> they may guide you to me. Every letter will be like. Eh, wrong. <laughs> wrong letter. Yeah, you want to fucking learn how to read? You better learn to learn the read the street signs, bitch. I'm out of here. You want to fucking track me down? You better start learning quick. That's- I left you a map, motherfucker. It could lead to me. It could lead to someone completely different who once knew me. And, you know, that's real world knowledge. That's how you teach your kids, you know, street your, your apprentices, whoever, street smarts. Yeah, yeah. if this was real, yeah. it would be the map would lead them to, like, the gas station where the clerk would be like, yeah, they came in for gas here three weeks ago. And you would be like, did they say where they were headed? And you were, they would be like, they said to school. And you'd be like, I was just <laughs> there. And they'd be like, well, you know, that crazy teacher. It was gas three weeks ago, so I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I can't help you. Man, Jing yeah. is funny, and so is Kellen. Jing, Jing is pretty funny. Um, so, uh, so, 
he gets a visit from his cousin, who is named M. M is also a recluse and just, you know, lives in a tree talking to birds and doing oh, research. I like that fucking life. Yeah. M is just vibing. She's out there. She's out there doing it. I want to live in this world where I can live in a tree and then only speak to birds for my entire life so I can learn their language. Yeah, I mean, oh, to be a mouse that can talk to a bird and can, also like ride on the shoulders. Like beautiful. Yeah. This is like if I could have a dragon. Like it's fucking sick. I love it. Yeah, this is my world's dragon and now I own it. Really? Yeah. This whole scene was really fucked up though, I'm going to say. Yeah. Fine line I, I'm, between I'm, I'm, horror I'm, and tragedy and or um, I'm, tragedy and comedy is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm just thinking about the scene where Em and Kalinaw are are running from the fishers, and Em just just starts quacking, and a duck shows up to rescue them. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's amazing. But before this, um, uh, Em is just like, "Hi, are you are you the guard mouse I've been looking for?" And Kalinaw just goes, "No, go away." No. <laughs> no. He just goes, "Go away," and she's like, "Okay, you can't fucking trick me. I know you're the fucking guard mouse. You're wearing his clothes," yeah. and he's like, "Oh." Go away. Yeah. King. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine if, like, you're in kindergarten, your teacher abandons you and gives you one mission to f- to hunt them down and find them. You, you, you fucking hide the... T- find the teacher hiding in the staff room, and that's like, I found you. <laughs> no, you didn't. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm the fucking art <laughs> teacher. And you're like, no, you were in the homeroom. I remember you. And they're like... Okay, yeah, you got me. Okay. Go away. This doesn't count, though. I'm on break. <laughs> yeah, I'm on break. This wasn't me actually hiding. Yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, hid yet. I, I just came for yeah. a snack. Anyways, um, uh, I love how scary the fishers are. Yeah, so they're just talking. M is like, hey, I need you to go do this thing with me. Yeah, so M sh- and then honestly, a bunch this of- scene is M shows up and is shouting, and Kelena is like, uh-huh. hey, can you shut up? And, can you shut the fuck yeah. up? And like, real she quick. keeps shouting, and then her bird starts also yelling, and then uh, um, Kelena is like, hey, y'all are so loud right now. This is so bad for us. Like, extremely, extremely bad. Those and then, fucking mongooses are coming. Uh, yeah, the fishers <laughs> show up, which are, yeah, are they mongoose, sea otters? They, they're... Uh, they're- I'm not sure if Fisher is just like a species of mustelid. It might be. I have the power. They're mustelids in my hand, but they're 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 little like weasel-looking motherfuckers. Yeah, and yeah. they're covered in the skins and bones of their kills that they wear as trophies. Sorry, not sea. I did mean river otters and not sea otters. Yeah, they're definitely wearing some mouse pelts. They're definitely wearing some like skulls and crab claws and shit and they they fucking kill em's bird the bird is like you know kind of animal is there's an animal named fish yep yeah kelena's like listen your bird's gonna get killed it's yelling and sure enough the fishers literally just show up and kill the bird and uh has some pretty raw like narration of um Mm -hmm. kelena being like damn i couldn't understand the bird but i knew em could and uh that, that it, um, what's the line? It would. I wonder what it's like to uh, know the language of a creature that blames you th- for its death. Yeah, something about hearing yep. the cries of a 
a creature that blames you for its death. I did not uh, envy knowing the true words of a beast that blames you for its death. Yeah. Right Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Pretty raw. Pretty raw line, which is where I was like, okay, I'm in. Hell yeah. (laughs) So then... So then Kelena and M are running away from the fishers. As I as I alluded to, M just starts quacking and a duck shows up to uh to fly them away. It's pretty rad. I like M. Funny. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh so we find out that M is on a mission from the matriarch of the guard mice, who is not yet Gwendolyn. It's a different mouse this time. And uh, she's like, hey, you, you got to go with M. You got to go on her quest. It's more important than anything. And Kalina is kind of like, uh, I sort of have like, uh, you know, my my apprentice that I that I want to check in on. I abandoned him a while ago, but, you know, then I get then he found me and I gave him his cloak and now he's on a dangerous mission and I want to see if he's OK. And then and but M is like, no, here's this letter. You You have to do it. <laughs> This is uh, Jing going to the Dark Continent. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. This is they're yeah they're going to the fucking Dark Continent. They have to cross the North Sea. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is Jing going to the gar- Dark Continent and going being like, okay, I guess I'll stay home. They 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 don't have a big funny boat that looks like a whale, but you know, on the return trip, they do make a boat out of a turtle shell, and that's pretty good too. Yeah, that's close. Mm-hmm. Turtles and whales are cousins. Yeah, just like just like Em and Kellenaw, it's parallel. Uh huh. We we really pulled that one around. Um. <laughs> wow, such rich themes, such rich storytelling. Uh huh. Okay. Um, the little fucking village that they pull up to on the duck that has the duck for scale the same size as the boats that are on this mm-hmm. like mouse port city oh i love me a good fishing hamlet the world building oh, yeah. here i love this little society built around mice it's like tiny little houses it's ugh, it's good. the fact that it's it so says good. that uh when the tides rise uh every season this section of the city is like broken down and all of them like journey up to the top of the cliff and then when the tides lower they immediately go back down and just reset up shop so cute yeah fucking sick they're mice they're efficient they're like oh shit like tides rising even a little bit means we have to like take down our entire city okay here we go yeah yeah like the fact that they move it back down too it's so good like they have to stay close to the water but not too close it's perfect just disassembling and rebuilding your city twice a year. These mice rule. Yeah. I love these guys. Anyways, this is where we meet a cool little guy. We we meet a cool little guy. Uh, his name is Conrad, and he is just yelling at an old pirate-looking motherfucker named Rourke? named Rourke, and he's like, hey... My father was the captain's captain, and he died and left me his ship, so that means I should be the captain's captain, and Rourke is just like, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Like, that don't mean shit, and actually, I should probably have your ship. 
Rourke is like, fuck you, yeah. you're not a pirate like me. He's got a long braid that's like on his chin or cheek or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the Anakin Padawan braid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And piercings. Um, and Conrad the, has a piercing too. There and are, the Anakin Padawan uh, piercings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anakin's fucking like... Um, uh, Maybe I would have liked Anakin in the second movie if he had a piercing. Yeah, sorry, sidebar. What if Anakin Ooh. had a cute little septum? Like, you know? <sighs> Maybe that would have fixed a lot about his whole shit. Mm. <laughs> that would have fixed yeah, his whole yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Conrad has a piercing, and also he's pissed. Yeah, he's fucking pissed. He's like, he's you pissed. are cheating me out of what's mine. And the pirate's just like pouring himself shots. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so they're they're about to fight until Ken Lanoff steps in and is like, hey, if, if Conrad did something really brave, then would you let him be captain's captain? And Merc is like, yeah, sure, whatever. And, and Ken Lanoff's like, hey, wouldn't it be really super brave and special if he sailed all the way across the North Sea and back conveniently where we need to go? And, and, and Rourke is like, sure whatever dude and then it's like okay it's agreed see it with a blood conrad's gonna sail us there and back and that'll make him the special captain that'll make him the specialist boy in the world and conrad is like Mm -hmm. i would love to be the most specialist boy in the world i'm gonna fucking captain you there so they 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 set off they they depart from port um and you know they're they're at sea for a while. Conrad is just getting super turnt every night. Uh, he's he is very well put together. Also, he just sort of casually mentioned that he thinks Rourke killed his father, like while Conrad was just getting drunk. So, the man with his priorities just 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 so aligned, this, just so in order. A great, um, like. Every character, the moment you talk to them for more than five minutes, you're like, you are awful. Um, Because Conrad is always getting turned and it's just kind of like, yeah, I think he killed my dad. But more than that, he won't give me the fucking boat. Um, Oh, oh boy. Hey, if you want more Conrad content, uh, volume one of Mouse Guard, he's back. (laughs) I'll remember that. I love this Um, fucking messy pirate. Yeah. This also happens before they set out. We have like Kellenal's like monologue over everything or internal monologue. And he's like, yeah, me Mm -hmm. and Conrad got to work like setting our ship up, like getting all the stores and stocked and everything. Um, M didn't help. She just read her damn book the whole time. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So you just get that Kelna's kind of also kind of a dick, but he's just like, I'll be nicer about it. Yeah, I love kids these days always reading their damn mm, book. These fucking old women don't help me on the mission. They make me go on. Yeah, I love him like make like thinking Conrad's kind of dumb in his head and then looking at him and like am not helping and being like, damn, am I just like him? And like I manipulated Conrad into doing this for me. Did she manipulate me just as easily? Which is kind of fun mm-hmm. for them to have early on. Kellinaw Kellina does not have a good relationship with people in general, <laughs> it seems. I kind of love that for him. I love that he's just yeah. so bad with people. Yeah, I mean this again. Mm-hmm. This is this is Jing Freaks. This is the mouse who was like, "Hey, uh, you your your test is to find me. I'm gonna run away. I don't want to see you." Yeah. So over over the 
over the course of their journeys, um, you know, M or Kellenaw manages to learn from M a little bit more about the Black Axe. Um, you know, he learns that, you know, he and M are like the last living descendants of of this guy named Farrer, who, you know, who forged the Black Axe initially. Um, and yeah, like also, you know, and and so basically their family are the stewards who like who like you know pass down the axe from from hero to hero and you know the 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 black axe is like a legend you know people sort of speak of the black axe as if like it's just this one person but really it's more of a title and the title goes with the weapon and yeah so basically it is this family's job to just like find mice who would be like good candidates for wielding this axe and this axe like it's not like explicitly magical but it does sort of seem to have like mythic properties to it where if you have it it is you, the black axe is just always good at killing like beasts that would be way too fucking hard for a single mouse to handle like you know it's implied in like previous volumes that like kelenaw has like slain wolves and shit which is like really intense for a mouse to do yeah. so he's a mouse it's, <laughs> it's a little guy he's a mouse he's a guy and it's a wolf like yeah that's good for him yeah this is um, also where we get our uh, first inklings of uh, Kalanaw being like, hey, maybe Conrad isn't so bad. Because he's like, oh, after yeah. he ran out of alcohol, he was like, he was alert and vigilant and he only slept a wink every so often. He's, he seemed so like he had a great drive and was super like cool. <laughs> just every time he thought about that damn port city, he just turned into a real asshole. Yeah, too bad, yeah, this guy's really dedicated and shit. Too bad he's, like, just an opportunist and only does things for his, you know, for his own benefit and his own reward. Unlike me, a cool guard mouse who is selfless. Unlike That's me, right. a cool guard mouse who is never mean or didn't tell an old lady to go away when she first met me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we also learn about uh, M's older brother named Ben, who was who reportedly was the last person to, you know, have had the axe. Uh, and he, you know, he went across the North Sea, he made land on this island, and was never heard from again. So that's why they're, that's why they're going, yeah, that's why they're headed to this particular destination to look for the axe, because this idiot Ben yeah, lost it. Dumbass. Yeah, this fucking dumbass, my twerk brother, moron. says M. Uh, we do learn in this that um, M can also uh, talk to bird, talk yeah. to deer. She can. And she can talk to pretty much anything. And insect. M is cool as fuck. M is rad. I want to talk to deer. I want to talk to M. Let's be pals. Two M's hanging out. <laughs> That's right. New podcast. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so yeah, they're, they're on sea, you know, they're at sea for like nearly two months. They fucking run out of food and are having a terrible time. They get shipwrecked, uh, and, and, and wash up on the shore of their destination. Uh, but you know, Conrad is separated from them. They're in real bad shape. Uh, uh, Con, er, er, Kalanaw and M. 
And, you know, so they're they're walking along this beach and they find a funny skeleton. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It happens sometimes. It's Ben. Emma's like, oh, hey, no, I definitely recognize that shirt. This is for sure Ben because I made that for him. Only Ben would wear that shirt. I made this shirt for my beloved brother, who is now a pile of bones. Mm. <laughs> that skeleton stole my brother's shirt. <laughs> How dare he? We gotta find the culprits. I can't believe that skeleton looted his corpse. <laughs> luckily, luckily um, some nice birds tell them that it was probably the guys uh, at that big house on the hill. Mm. Yeah, there's a big house, and... They go to the big house, and guess who's inside there? Before that, I have to go... I Before we get to my favorite character, I'm also on the edge of uh-huh. my seat. We have to go through the greatest uh, line of dialogue in the world. Um, so uh-huh. they get to this big house, the doors are shut, and Em immediately runs and starts banging on them, pushing on them. And Kalanau's like, hey, can you like calm down? And she says... My brother's murderer in the blade of fur lie inside the hall. Have you no care for the spilled blood of our mutual kin and its legacy? And Kelma just says, I only refuse to open them. Are we not mice? Can we not go under? <laughs> Proceeding to them just like squeezing under the door. Yep. I love that. I love her being like, what are you, a huge pussy? Are you like a huge <laughs> wimp? Like, come on, man, let's fucking go ape shit. And he's just like, or we could just like. But like, we could go, go under, under the doors. Kalanau getting a little bit sassy. Mm-hmm. Kalanau just being like, we can just go under the damn door. It's fine. Anyways, now we can get to my favorite character. Yeah, I love this guy. I love this guy. It's the Ferret King. Ah, he's so... His name is Luthabon, and he and Kelenaw immediately hate each other. That's right. Kelenaw, Kelenaw just fucking walks into this room full of ferrets. It's He sees this fucking rad Ferret King sitting on his throne, he's and he's out, like, mind you. Give me back the axe or I'm going to kill every one of you. He came, came into this door, and King Luthabon's first words are... Wow, mice in your, my hall. You guys are birth lucky. Me and my subjects just ate. Yeah. And so, <laughs> pretty justly, is like, oh, you guys looking for a fucking fight? I'll fucking kill you guys all here. And King Lithabon is like, no, I just said we ate. We're stuffed. <laughs> yeah. We won't eat you right now. It's fine. I don't want to waste. I'm not wasteful. I'm not wasteful. Why would I kill a little mouse? I'm already stuffed. It's fine. <laughs> I love this dude. Yeah, so they ask Luthabon about the black axe, and he's like, Yeah, I got it on the I've got it right here on this wallet chain. Mm-hmm. I bet you want it. Oh, it's on his fucking sick wallet chain. And uh Kalana is like, Oh, do you take that from one of my kin that you killed? And he's like, I took it from a guy who like kicked open my door and said, Which one of you bitches wants to die tonight? And I said you. Yeah. Yeah. This is so funny, you know, God, because he's talking about, like, you know, how for a long time, you know, his ferrets, you know, had 
you know, just been hearing murmurings from the animals that they were hunting that, oh, this, this, this new, this new species is going to come to this, this place and, you know, kill everyone in it and, 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 and lay claim to the land. And then it's just this one mouse who just shows up in this ferret hall and says, I'm, I'm going to own all of you bitches. And then Luthavon just cuts him in half. And everyone laughs about it. He says, I cut him in half and then I ate both pieces in like one bite. Yeah. And then took his axe and put it on my wallet keychain. Mm-hmm. And Em is like, oh, so so no remains then? I guess it wasn't Ben who had this axe at the time. He says, apparently it was some idiot named, named Merrick. And mm. <laughs> just, oh, wow, great. Um, so Kelna from here is just like, okay, can I have the axe? And Luthavon's like, no, it's, it's my keychain, man. Yeah, and, and Kelna is like, how about I do a quest for you? And then you give me the axe and return. And Luthavon is like, there's no possible quests that you could do for me. I don't have anything. Why would I need a little mouse to do my dirty work? Like, also, I, I'm, I'm literally I'm, a ferret, and I have a bunch of other ferrets here. If I needed something done, I would have a ferret do it. You would be more useful yeah. to me as a snack. Yeah, it says, so if you guys stay much longer, the most you can do for me would be my dinner. You know? Yeah, yeah, so so bad luck for you. No quests available currently. Sorry, Please it. go away before I before I chomp on you. And then and then a quest shows up. Yeah, then his son mm. just like wanders yeah, and, and dead. <laughs> literally as he's saying, no, there are no quests that you can do for me. In come two ferrets carrying his dead son. Um, mm-hmm. this is also great because the pose he was making before was like he had his fucking cool sword out. He was like striking a like a sexy pose, like he was like looking cool and regal. And then his son comes in dead, and he immediately just like drops his shit, and he's just like, "Oh shit, my son! Oh shit!" Oh, he's shit. like, "Oh no, no, my he's boy!" Like, okay, everyone, knock it off, my boy, my boy. Um. So turns out there's this there's this funny funny fox that just lives in the brambles uh, near his kingdom, and it just popped out and fucking killed his son and then left. And Kalinaw is like, mission for me. Uh, yeah. So so Kel- so then Kalinaw is like, now will you let me do a quest? And Luthabon is like, yeah, okay. So so Kelena agrees to go slay the fox. He's like, I, ne- I need the axe, though, for it. Yeah, and M is Sword's like, not going to cut it. Axe. Because Kelena's like, I'll just do it with my sword. And M's like, or you'll take the axe. And or you'll take the, the axe. like, why would I give you the axe that you want? And then you leave on a mysterious journey that you might not return from. Why would I do that? Yeah, why would I trust you to actually go kill this fox? And <laughs> M is like, don't you worry. Yeah. I I will I will volunteer as insurance. Don't even worry. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be the collateral. I will wait here in in total safety until until Kelinaw finishes his I'll quest. I'll be fine. Nothing bad will happen to me because I'm with the cool king. Who is cool? Yeah. Can you imagine if anything bad happened to me? Could um, you be mad? Could you imagine if there was like the most evil looking ferret in the world, just like right off screen? Uh huh. Uh huh. Just a very sinister guy. God. Um. So his ending line here is really fucking raw when he's like, "Yeah, um, you're you go do this thing, but in two days, 
Um, if you're not back, then uh, your cousin here is going to be the first bite of my dinner, and I will make sure that uh, my guys get you as their last bite. Damn. He's so, so cool. He's so cool. I... Certified freak. I yeah, will... he's the kind of freak that I love. In which, um, I'm Ghostgaze. A few weeks ago, you said my brand is freaks, and I must amend that my brand is freaks <laughs> who think they're normal. <laughs> freaks yeah. who like just say things because they're like that's regular mm-hmm. and everyone else has to mm-hmm. be like dude are you all right it's like oh, damn <laughs> dude are you good so that's what this guy is that's this guy saying raw lines like this near constantly and these mice having to be like my man what the fuck yeah god oh we'll we'll get to the best one oh later. i am so ready to talk about the best one later really fucking excited i will say about ferrets um they could no they don't uh they're they're one of those animals that have a really really high acting metabolism they can't go two days without food Mm -hmm. well they just ate a lot just saying just ate a lot they have to eat small amounts constantly they just ate a lot much like a shrew (laughs) this this ferret has designed another way that's why they're not the most fun pets, because they are. They're lovely, but they also eat and shit constantly. Yeah, and they're wonderful, and I love them. They are. Them. I'm just, I just, it, like, I was, like, thinking about that watching, like, or getting through this, like, one scene. I was just like, wait a minute. They can't. Oh, There's so what no you're way. saying, M has about two hours. Yeah, M has, like, ten minutes before they're like, damn, I'm kind of hungry, though. He said two days, but his days work off his metabolism. And he's like, did I say days? I meant two hours. I meant minutes. <laughs> you better run fast. Yeah. You better fucking go fast. Anyways, <laughs> Conrad's back. So, yeah, Conrad's back. Kellenaw wanders into the thorny thicket. Get, you know, gets lost in the fog a little bit. Uh, big ol' fox just passes him by, and he's like, oh shit, oh really shit, cool. oh shit. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and like, once again, the fucking sense of scale in these comics, like, the fox is just like this titanic beast. Like, compared to a mouse, it looks like a fucking landmass mm, or something. A like, it's a kaiju. It's a fucking kaiju. And also Conrad's here. They run into each other. Uh, you know. I love where Conrad comes in. He's just like, oh, hey, you're still alive, huh? Yeah. So Kellenaw explains the situation, except totally s- says like, yeah, I'm I'm the so it turns out I'm the black axe and I am the one black axe. And the reason there's only one of me is because the axe makes me immortal. So funny how got you that didn't down. see that person this entire time, huh? That's yeah. so crazy. Conrad is just like, sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that seems believable enough. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, Conrad and Kellenaw, they fight they fight this fox, and yeah, the you know Conrad distracts the fox, and by which I mean gets his leg partially eaten by 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 the fox. And and you know, Kellenaw's like, oh boy, this is my chance. You know, while while that fox is busy eating my friend, I will deliver the death blow. Well, great job, Conrad. Just keep that fox right in that exact position, uh, using your leg yeah, good, as collateral. Good. 
And I yeah, will get your toes right in its mouth and just hang on for dear life. And I will do a sick, I will do some sick anime flips up this briar <laughs> bramble and then do like the yeah. raddest fucking attack pose with my eyes closed, mind you. And I mm-hmm. nothing will happen. It'll be great. Yeah. I'll kill him with this one. Yeah, he could. Oh, he, whoops, he yeah. moved. Oh, no. Conrad, what the fuck? I told you yeah. to keep him right there. Conrad, how did not How did you not yeah. keep the fox still with your mighty mouse strength? Conrad, I gave you one job. <laughs> yeah. So he cuts his foot off. Yeah, Conrad doesn't have a leggy anymore. Yeah, the axe just clamps down right, just right down yeah. on his foot. Conrad leggy gone. Which means that he doesn't get eaten. The fox does not just snap him up, but you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> kind of sucks for him, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. It's really funny because like Conrad is like on the ground being like, "You fucking, you fucking cut off my leg, man!" And Conrad is just like, "Oh, sorry, buddy. Didn't mean to." Yep. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry about it. Yeah. Oopsie doopsie, right? Oopsie. <laughs> Mondays, am I right? Let me let me wrap it up for you. Looks least, like someone buddy. got a case on the Mondays. That's right. uh, Everybody makes mistakes. Anyways, Conrad's just kind of like, it's fine. I won't let it slow me down. Yeah. Anyways, so, damn, this sucks. Yeah, Kalina <laughs> lures the fox into like thicker and thicker brambles until the fox is totally caught, and then Kalina just does a coup de grace X right to the forehead. Um, but it turns out there's, there's not just the one fox, there's also two little cubs, and Kalina's like, well, killing them wasn't part of the deal, guess I won't. Guess I'll just actually give them a warning to stay in the bramble, because they're, you know, they're young and vulnerable. I'll I'll just wait for them to get big, and that'll be fine. I will specifically tell them to, uh wait until they get big to go out because the hunters out there will kill them i guess i'll just like leave this active threat to the 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 funny the funny ferrets who are who i'm friends with Mm -hmm. this is what i'm talking about where this series is like the universe playing increasingly mean pranks on these mice Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, oh, you went to deliver your cool death blow on the fox. Turns out it moved slightly to the right, and you cut your friend's leg off. Oh, oh and now but, you got him! Great. Oh, here comes oh, the fox. You finally killed this to stare at monster. you judgmentally. <laughs> well, you turned out you killed a new mother who was trying to get food for her cubs. So what the fuck is wrong with you? Shit just kind of gets worser and worser in this book, doesn't it? Uh-huh. It just feels like the universe is playing increasingly mean pranks on this one my- mouse. Yeah, and then every they, time okay. he gets a victory, it's just kind of like, "Don't you be happy, bud?" Right. Speaking of which, oh, he oh. he takes an eyeball. He takes a funny eyeball out of the fox, yeah, and the he fuck? brings it back to the ferret. Like, hey, I, I got your man. Here, here's your fucking eyeball. You want it? I got your man. So yeah. Here's his eyeball. Turns out it was a mother. Now Em and I can take the X and go home. This We right? can be washed of this whole horrid, sordid affair that sucked all around, and we can all go home and pretend it didn't happen. Isn't that right, Em, who should be right around the corner? Yeah. And, and the then, king is uh, like, ooh. And then Luthavon is just like, ooh, um, ooh, see about that. 
I want to so, say in this panel that like on the page that we learn uh, the fate of M, um, there is like a ferret in the background who, while he's saying this, looks like he's like his arms are behind his back and he's like kicking like a rock and like shame. Like he's mm-hmm. like waiting oh. for the bad news. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. He's should like, I be is- here? This is kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's right like, oh, this is real awkward. Oh, no, he even got the eyeball. Oh, oh this is fucked, dude. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. M's dead. So M M died. M died. Press um F to pay respects to M. That's right. I'm, I'm pressing F right now. Um, yeah, this is really sad. So it turns out so uh, Luthabon's court physician was like, I want to see how a mouse works. So he picked up the mouse and she died. Yeah, this fucking evil looking mouse comes in from the, the side the and goes, hey, like a ferret. I'm just gonna like sort of mess with this mouse a little bit, see how it works. You see, when I first read this, I was like, oh, you see, M volunteered to like stay behind because like during the boat accident or something, she got like hurt or whatever. And she was like, oh, I my days are numbered anyway. I will remain as collateral. And I was like, Ah, so she is willingly sacrificing herself so he can go with the axe. And then no, no, it was, no, it was a it turns out, pointless death. Yeah, it turns out she was like, no, I'll definitely be fine and alive when you get back. I'm good. And just like the most evil ferret exits state, like <laughs> enters stage right. And it's just like, mind if I uh, kill you? Yeah, with fucking like conniving hands, like, <laughs> like fucking yeah. rubbing his evil little paws together, going like, another, like a big piece, juicy piece of meat. Yeah, so he picks her mice up. Mice can just die. Uh-huh. Yeah, you- that's the fucking that's the whole thing of Mouse Guard. The mice can just die. You pick them up. They're too very hard. little. Their bones just shatter into dust. <laughs> They're very small. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine because Luthabon just fucking runs him through with his sword immediately. Yeah, Luthabon is so mad. He's like, please forgive us. We oh, we fucked up this whole hospitality thing so bad. Turns out I didn't know my physician was super fucked. He's like, damn, I'm yeah. so embarrassed that my physician murdered your girl. I'm so sorry. I'm this, so sorry. He was super yeah. fucked. I didn't know. This this is really Yeah. We we will give you every kindness in, in return. We will make sure that you are protected for as long as you are on this island. Here you can have her body. And you can have his skin. You know, you can have his skin. It's so uh, funny. <laughs> the pelt of what's this guy's fucking name? <sighs> Eperocher belongs to you. Wear his fur as a symbol of what I know you would have done to him had you been That's here. That's right. He's so deranged. I love him. <laughs> How's he gonna wear that pelt? He's a mouse. It's like sorry, sorry about your cousin. Here's a guy's here's skin. The skin of the man who killed her. It really is like if you had a family member who died in like a car accident, and like, like the police officer at the site was like, "Hey, man, sorry about your cousin, but you will love to have learned that I skinned him, and you can now wear his like skin as clothes." <laughs> Hey, also, I, 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 I'm looking at the comic now, and I'm just noticing that Luthabon 
he he took Kellen Oswald's sword and is wearing it on. Oh, I have been watching he still that. Needs this, his little wallet. I've been watching that this entire time. I noticed it on like <laughs> as I've been scrolling through as we've talked about it, and it's been turning around in my head. He fucking said, "Yeah, you can have that axe as long as I get a new wallet, a new like wallet decal." I yeah. cannot go without a little tchotchke on my belt. So if <laughs> yes. you're gonna take the axe, I need your sword. <laughs> Luthabar cares about appearance. He is all about his drip. <laughs> he has like the cool like regal sash. He has like some nice chain mail on. He's like, I need a wallet. I need my wallet keychain. Mm-hmm. I, I can't go without it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Favorite character in anything. Luthabon spin-off when. Favorite character to exist. Right? That's what I want. Every word out of his mouth is just a new what was that, bud? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? This, hmm? You wanna say that again? Uh so we have a little funeral for M. It's very sad. She's set out adrift to sea with with a crow feather clutched in her little paws. Man, it's really cute. Miss M, she was nice. I love yeah. all the um uh, ferrets because Kalana is like, oh, may her like all her hopes and wishes be sacred and be as my own. And all the ferrets are just like, let it be so. And I'm just like, imagine you're at a funeral for like your cousin, and like a bunch of like mm-hmm. random strangers just show up and are just like, yeah, fuck we, yeah, we hope that too. I yep. love how Conrad's wearing jorts now. <laughs> I also love how, like, in the background of every comic or, like, shot, Conrad is just kind of looking at the other ferrets, like, are we cool with these guys? Yeah, except it's 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 not actually jorts. It's uh, Conrad's old, uh, it's Conrad's old cloak, uh, just sort of belted to his stump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah, yeah it's, it's, um, it's to make him not have uh, a whole stump there, yeah. But it does look like jorts, and it's and, and he kind of looks like he's wearing like you know in like cartoons when a person would be like a hobo in a show they're like mm-hmm. especially poor they would wear like a barrel with like some straps. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of looks like he has that going on. Yeah, but it's denim. Yeah. I mean, it's not denim, but it does look denim when you put the belt on it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and because yeah. of it, Kelna is just kind of walking around like more naked than he normally is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's just like another one of the nice little attention to detail things is like, you know, the outfits get like changed and repurposed. And speaking of, oh, uh Conrad's got a new little jacket now and and Kellinaw's got a new fur cloak and they're both made out of the same fur and oh, hey, that fur looks familiar, doesn't it? Hmm, <laughs> hmm I wonder who it could be. Hmm. I wonder who. Insane that they took it. <laughs> They took it. They just took it. They made little... Oh, you know Luthabond wouldn't let them leave without it. You know, he's like, no, no, I insist. And they were like, no, man, it's fine. He's like, no, I insist. You guys have no cloaks. It's yeah, you know what happened is he, is he said, well, it's a little big for me to wear. Like, I'm a mouse. Like, you know, it's and like <laughs> ferret skin, and it's not really my culture anyway. And he goes, oh, oh, no, I totally understand. And then the next day, he comes to them with, like, custom-made a little yeah. vest, like, jacket for Conrad. Yeah, and they're, like, Conrad, fitted, And they're too. like, yeah, they're fitted, they're nice, they're, like, fur. And he's 
like, yeah, so I just, I had these made out of that ferret skin. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's fine. It looks more like a cloak now, and you're still wearing the skin of your enemy. He's so. like, I would hate to be inhospitable, so I got it fitted, right. I got it, like, <laughs> redone. It looks great on you. Exactly. You guys will look great. Yeah. And you know, Kalina was just like, how can I say no? No, seriously, how can I? No, but how? Tell me how to say no. <laughs> Tell me how I can <laughs> deny this very <laughs> fucked up gift. Yeah, so, but they have them now. So they're they're hanging out and they're like, um, so should we get out of here? Can we go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can we like leave this place where everything seems to have been bad from moment one? Yeah, they they get a little time to chill out, uh, and you know they're like, you know, we could stay on this little island with these nice ferrets. Um, Who but- did say that in about a few days they would probably like maybe eat us <laughs> or not or not? No, they, they they've got guaranteed protection now. Yeah, now that now that one of them killed M, they're like, damn, we gotta we gotta give them life protection now. Also, yeah. they killed that fox. <sighs> they didn't take tell them, them about the little baby foxes, though. At least, no, did no. not warn them. That'll the be little... a fun little treat for. Yeah, later. in in, a, in about a yeah, in about a year. That's uh, that's that 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 might raise some issues. Yeah, hmm. Ah, uh, that could be the Luthabon Lake side story where he has to fight the two foxes. Oh my god, it's like a hydra. They cut the one head off, and there's two more little baby foxes. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. You only made more enemies. Damn. I love yeah, Luthabon so much. We don't get to see him again him. after this. Too yeah, bad. that's... It's the... Uh, yeah, it's time for their journey back. And they say, well, we don't have to go that fast. So they take a lot of side trips, eat some blackberries. Yeah, uh, yeah they're also- like, he gave us a map, which is really nice. So now we know the islands we can go to and, like, chill out and, mm-hmm. like, get some food and berries yeah, to and- stock. And also importantly, Kellinaw wants to go back because 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 he's got a girlfriend at home. Got a he's, secret lover. He's got a secret girlfriend. Because uh, queen. It's, well, I uh, think yeah, he did send her a letter earlier via Dragonfly mm-hmm. to be like, "Damn, I uh, why why are you sending me on this quest, girlfriend whom I love?" Mm-hmm. Nothing tragic yeah. is coming. Secret girlfriend <laughs> whom I love. Time we'll see each get- other. Time to get back to you. He had M take a very like interesting sketch of him and then put it on the letter <laughs> with the dragonfly and send it to her. Uh, he yeah. said she needs to see this. And Conrad was like, what's that? And he's like, you're not allowed to see it. Yeah. No, we had Conrad draw it, roll it up and say, M, <laughs> get this message yeah. via dragonfly. And M was like, what's this? And he's like, don't open it. it it's not for your eyes. It's for Bronwyn's and Conrad's yeah. now because he had to draw very, it. So. Very secret message for the, uh, the, 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 the guard. The, Only the guard mice. The, Only the guard, guard mice and yeah. matriarch can see. That's right. Just But Conrad like wrote it. No, 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 no. It's fine. For Bronwyn eyes only. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, turns out when you're when you're a matriarch, you're like not allowed to have a boyfriend because you know you're you're committing your entire life to the guard. Uh, so yeah, this this is this is a little bit illicit. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Love affair. Ooh. Spicy. Ooh. So. Conrad and Kalinaw, they make a little boat out of a turtle shell, and it rules. So fucking cute. And they're they're sailing back, you know. Yeah, the turtle shell. They got really good. Yeah. 
they they got new maps, they got new star charts, so they're able to take a more circuitous route and uh, you know, hit more islands for supplies and it, it, it takes longer, but you know, it's a better journey overall. And they're like we have we get a few you know, a few solid pages of like Conrad and Kalinaw bonding, you know, talking about Fucking Kellinaw's childhood, making up sea shanties. Yeah. They they talked is, about their daddy shit. issues. They made up a song yeah. together. Yeah. This is yeah. We talked about so, how when um uh Karapika and Melody did this, it was like lesbian date. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they did just now. They were like on a boat together and they were just like, Tell me about your traumas and also let's yeah. make up songs to sing together and that's love. So in in case anyone forgot, this is this is a show about gay shipping. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a show about Bond. Yeah, it's actually a show about Luthabon. <laughs> the queer coding of Luthabon. <laughs> it is super queer coded for Luthabon to have so much drip and a wallet keychain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's. I think I made a great decision by picking Conrad Kalina to go right after Narusasu, because this effectively just, like, isn't even a ship. Like, there's very little to read into in terms of, like, queer baiting, like, shipping material. Uh, and, like, literally, I, 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 I looked at a few sites for fan content. I did a Google search for, like, any fan art images. Like, I, I checked, I, I, I checked the fan fiction sites there was nothing there's not a whole lot of like fan generated content for mouse guard in in total which is which is wild to me it yeah i i guess it just kind of came at the wrong time to like i don't know really blow up on tumblr or anything but yeah like so you're saying i won't find much uh content of luthabon if i type them into uh, uh <sighs> google.com unfortunately not Unless- it's 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 a tragic. That's okay. We you know we'll be the first. We'll all we'll all write some Luthabon fic together. You can always be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, I'll I will pioneer um the Luthabon uh, fan fiction genre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can have cute. some funky fresh outfits for our favorite cute date ideas. Mm-hmm. You and Luthabon pick yeah. out wallet keychains by killing people and taking. <laughs> steal keychains from hot topic yeah (laughs) you see they go to they go to the ren fair and 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 yeah look look at look at all they go to all the sword stores and to be like hmm is this this is this one looks good i just I'm gonna be the change I want in the world. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Imagine you and Kelena go to the Ren Fair and use swords as wallet keychains. That's right. Hell yeah. So yeah, event you know, eventually like Kelena and Conrad, you know, reach their destination. They part ways. Uh Kelena's headed to Lockhaven, the home of the guard. Uh, you know, Conrad's headed back to Port Sumac to be the captain of captains, and they have like a little parting moment where, you know, Conrad is leaning out on the side of their ship and they have a little handshake. Oh, and their faces are very, very close together. So um, so very close. Um, it's also a funny moment, um, where, uh, he's like, so you're leaving with that, uh, really cool axe, huh? And Kalanaw is just like, Mm -hmm. no, Conrad, you can't use it just to prove that you met the cool black axe guy. I'll be back, maybe. 
And Conrad's like, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can't come with you to get proof for uh, your big mission, which was your whole reason for coming along in the first place. I can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe bad. I'll come by later and I'll tell them all about it. And then I'll have the axe with me. So, you know, they'll maybe, maybe if then. I have time, you know. Maybe then, you know. It's fine. You kind of got fucked. Um, so anyways. So so then Kel Kelinaw goes back to Lockhaven. He's he he sneak he's sneaking through a secret passageway saying He's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna mack on his way. Ooh. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to go through this secret passageway into the chamber of the of the matriarch and meet up with my secret and girlfriend. Get some mussy. Get some mussy in here. <laughs> you don't like that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do kind of. <laughs> I'm so yeah. This is good. Uh, Two days. She died two days before he touched down on soil. Uh, yeah, she got eaten by a wolf. Plucked up by a stray wolf is what her obituary says. Plucked up. Yeah. By a stray wolf. God. Mice just die. They just fucking bite it. Literally just, oh shit, she got killed by a stray dog. Well. Yep. When I That's say life. the universe is like playing a series of mean pranks, like they fucking sang those she shanties and like the universe is like, you guys are having too good of a time. Yeah. It would be so funny if your wife died. Sure would. So my funny dog. Oh, and then the funniest part. Okay. So, um, she goes through, he goes through and he's like looking at like all the records and stuff. And for some reason, uh, he delete. She deleted records of him, and he realizes, oh, she sent me on that quest, uh, and uh, did not expect me to come back. She fucking yep. sent me to die. She sent me to die. Did not think I was ever going to come back, and didn't really care. She didn't even want to break up with me over text. <laughs> <laughs> she told me to move to a different state, and that she would be there in a few months. No, it's fine. You can move there before me. It's fine. Also, nothing I have for you would be better than what you'll get there. Bye. A big stupid axe. Uh huh. Actually, maybe yeah, it was King so. Luthabon. Maybe she knew about King Luthabon. Mm. She was like, "There's a cool ferret there who rocks." Once he meets Luthabon, he's just not going to want to leave that island. They're going to be pals for life. Once he meets the cool guy known as Luthabon, who rocks, mind you, he he ain't ever going to want to come back. That's I'll just right. be like a distant memory as he like hangs out in King Luthabon's court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, he's crying into the axe, which is the only thing he has left of his life. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, bitch, bitch lost everything, huh? Even his fucking identity since he's just been scrubbed from the records. Wild, <laughs> wild year. Yeah. Wild year. Like, damn. She fucking deleted his social security number. <laughs> damn. I mean, goddamn. She doesn't even break up with him during over text. She's like, if you don't exist, you can't fucking date me. <laughs> uh, I love my sending my boyfriend on a magical quest and then deleting his social security number <laughs> and uh, blocking his number. Revoking his citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dep- Getting him deported. <laughs> uh, this is bad. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Anyways, Jesus. Um, he has nothing left except this axe. So he's, uh, you know, um, going to find, I guess, some information, some more, uh, some more fun stuff about this axe. And so where he goes is to, he says, I don't, okay. I'm not yeah, sure so exactly where he got this information. He got some information. Book, probably right. from M's journal. That's right. Like. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So they, they looked at, that's right. Yeah. They looked at M's journals on the boat or whatever. And he was like, okay, so this is where I should go next. And he goes to this place. There's a guy with like lady. I love the ladybugs stitched on his, uh, like, uh, cloaks and stuff. Yeah. Rocks. Like that's <laughs> like a thing, the detail on a couple people. And it's pretty cool. Um, and the guy basically tells him that that axe ain't for you and you're supposed to just find someone cool to give it to you. You are a delivery boy. Yeah. So as I mentioned before, yeah, like this family are not actually meant to be wielders of the axe. They're just like it's stewards. So it's like, OK, now your job is to find a cool mouse to bequeath this axe upon uh, he and also yeah, says he's like, like, oh, I remember you from uh, your sister's funeral. Um, you looked miserable back then, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is great. I remember you when you were eight years old. You look like shit was fucked back then, too. <laughs> yeah. Glad nothing has improved for you. Kalanoa having a great life out here. Everything's turned just up. Out, just out there. Just out there racking up W after W. Everything's coming up, Kelena. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, this guy basically tells him, like, no, it's too much of a burden for you to bear. You're supposed to find somebody else to uh, bear this burden for you, basically. Um, So he kind of, like, asks him, like, you know, do you, can you think of any? He thinks about, like, uh, my one student who found me that one time, I guess, maybe... I don't know. This seems like a big responsibility to pass off to somebody else. And, you know, the guy kind of tells him to, like, think on that, I guess. And kind of sends him on his way. I'm pulling up the... Yeah, he says, oh, there's uh, one guy I could maybe give this to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy I know who has nothing better to lose and would love to become a deity. Yeah, has possibly the worst idea, honestly. Yeah, so he's like, well, man, I know all these other mice who I who I've mentored, but like, it seems like they wouldn't really be well suited to like abandoning all ties and you know just you know living out the rest of their life with no connections. Who do I know who's got like nothing and no one? <laughs> I know one guy who is basically has nothing in life, who has nothing better to live, yeah. nothing better to do than so, to abandon everything he loves. Now we get to the fucking juicy drama of it. Mm -hmm. Now we get to the really gay part, which is the messy breakup. I love a messy breakup. We fucking love it. So he fucking left his ex and was like, I'll come back with the axe. He fucking left his ex with no proof that he did anything, missing a leg and no longer has his boat. And is like, I'm sure things will be fine, man. Yeah, so Conrad's doing great. He's just at the tavern, blackout drunk, like... One detail just... I love, sorry, just real quick, because we were looking at that panel, is when people are mad and it just gives them a speech bubble that's just black. 
Like mm-hmm. it, it happens with Conrad a lot. Like it's like him looking out at the sea trying to catch a fish and he gets mad and says that. But like here it's like him and the like barmaid. Yeah, like the the yeah, the server like yelling at each other and it's just the speech bubbles of black and then they like actually have words at each other. It's just I think it's a cute mm-hmm. detail for a comic. That's when there's tells the he tells the server, may your mother drown at sea. So, you know, he's doing great. Oh, and she yeah. says, my mother's dead, dumbass. And he's just like, well, may her ghost drown yeah, at sea. Yeah, may your mother's ghost drown. <laughs> so. He so looks Kalanar's so sad like, when Kelena shows up. He's like, Kelena. Kelena. Yeah, so then he's like, hey, Kelena, tell these bitches about the ferrets and the fucking all that bullshit. And tell them about the cool guy known as Luthabon. Or wait, I will. He fucking rocked. Yeah. And then, you know, Kelena's like, hey, you know, maybe you should sober up and do something productive with your life. And like, take a cool axe. Conrad is immediately like, Fuck you. You did this to me, bitch. You cut off my leg. You like set me up for failure. You 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 took me on a journey that 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 cost me my ship and everything else. Um he's just drunk and ranting. He's so mad like fucking people are lining up, you know, at the window of the tavern cuz there's gonna be a fight going down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kalana is just kind of saying, like, shut the fuck up about the axe, man. Yeah. Don't tell the seedy bar about the cool axe, man. Mm-hmm. So do you ever have a breakup so bad that you fake your own death? And yeah, all the time. And let your ex believe that they killed you? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just last week. Yeah, so basically he's like, okay, well, fine. If you don't have it with you, like, I can take you hand to hand. And, uh, yeah, uh, Kelena's like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to hurt you because I already took your one leg. That seems pretty fucked. Um, and Conrad kind of put punches him, like, off a cliff. Yeah, we do get the internal monologue of Kalana being like, if I stand right here and make it look super believable... Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Yeah, if I had just like grab this blade of grass and drop a lantern in the water, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he makes Conrad thinks he killed him. Uh-huh. And Conrad's like, oh shit. Yeah, we, we do get Conrad sort of looking, you know, peering off the edge of the cliff like, uh-oh. Like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh damn. Oh, oh no. fuck. Oh, I oh, fucked yeah. up. So... That pretty much concludes Kelena's part of the story, just, like, left with nothing else in the world, like, everyone believing that he's dead, um, and, yeah, left only his journal behind, and, yeah, so now, now we're, now we cut back to the present, like, we see Liam, the missing mouse, like, reading all of this out of Kelena's journal, and being like, so guess, guess who Kelena eventually gave the axe to? It's me. It's me bitch. And now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna live out in the forest like a, 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 a little feral guy, and you need to give my mouse, you need to give my cloak, uh, uh, back to uh, the current matriarch, Gwendolyn, and just let everyone believe that I'm dead. Time to go off and be the Black Axe. Time to go off and be cool as fuck. Pretty much. 
And this is where the stars start start talking. Yeah, we 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 get a little epilogue where Liam just has a dream about all the stuff that happened on Kalinaw's journey. A talk a, a, a crow is explaining it all to him. Uh yeah, he's talking about like Ben who he, he takes him through the Merrick and Ben. Yeah, he's like, yeah. uh, 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 Mustelid killed um, Ben's parents, so Ben had, like, a harbin for revenge against, like, all of them, and, like, he gave the axe to a guy who said, oh, I'll fucking kill them all, and then when he did that, that guy, like, fucking went on a killing spree for a boat, and Ben was like, shit, I fucked up real bad, didn't I? So he followed him to the island, and when he got there, he's like, hey, can you not be, like, a huge asshole? And the guy was like, fuck no, and then he killed him. And so then the space crow is just like, hey, you bet it's, 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 it'd be pretty fucked up if you used uh, the axe for selfish, selfish purposes and you would only bring ruin upon yourself. Consider that, maybe. Hmm. Hey, maybe don't be a huge asshole with a cool axe, maybe. Or else it gets used as someone's cool wallet keychain. That's right. And and that's it. That's 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 Mouse Guard. Do you think mm-hmm. Luthabon is still reigning to this day? I I bet he is. I bet he became best friends with the two foxes, and they both <sighs> lived forever. Oh my god, what if they're like his like his animal guards, they're like his mounts? They're his pals. <gasps> yeah, he went and found him and was like, Don't worry, I will raise you as my own. He said, and Don't worry, I have honor. Yeah. Yeah. None of my evil physicians will pick you up too hard. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Well, and they couldn't because they're foxes. Yeah, so, so you yeah. guys are too much too big for any of my evil physicians to pick you up too hard. <laughs> yeah, so win-win. <laughs> if, if, if any one of these motherfuckers in my court starts doing deadlifts, I will immediately kill them on suspicion of being fox lifters. What are you doing those deadlifts for, man? To pick up foxes? <laughs> Why are you getting so small? To hold another man or hold a fox? I don't know, kind of sus. Hmm. Uh, so do we want to do our ratings? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, like once again, I uh, we're going straight from Narusasu, which has pretty straightforward ratings. Like, how the fuck do we do this one? It's only like a little bit gay, and everyone dies, and it ends in heartbreak and tragedy. So let's let's fucking assign some point values to that. Yeah, let's well, do it. I can say, um, I can say clearly on the um, on the no homo. Right when um, mm-hmm. uh, Kelna and Conrad start doing the let's tra- let's share our traumas with each other and seeing she shanties, um, they do mm-hmm. throw in that uh, Kelna is like uh, Bronwyn, my my secret love. I can't wait to return yeah. to you. So that's pretty. But then I think then they do. Then they kill they, her. They do. F- yeah, they do fridge Bronwyn before she's even ever on screen. Interesting. Uh, like, it's. Interesting. It is it is taking us on so many twists and turns. Like it 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 alludes to that it might be doing some no homo, then immediately cuts itself off. You know what this is? Um, (laughs) you know, this I have a bad habit of downloading like chess apps and uh playing Uh the computer at level one and 
kicking the computer's ass because it's at level one. Uh-huh. And then I go, mm-hmm. obviously I'm tough shit. So I uh, jump all the way to the highest level it goes and try to play the computer then mm-hmm. and summarily get my ass kicked and then stop playing the chess apps because I'm like, chess is stupid. Um, that's what we're doing right now. We went from Sasuke, yeah. which is level one, easy mode, baby mode. And then we were like, anyways, let's tackle um, <laughs> something that is basically just a messy breakup and nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so happy with my choice. I love this No, it's great. Us. It's how we test our abilities. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is us. Yeah, it was like this is us, like thinking we're hot shit after the training academy, and then meeting the main villain of the series and getting our asses kicked. Yeah, and being like, we need a training arc. Yeah, like, yeah, Naruto was like the fucking jobber series, you know, so that we could establish how cool we are, and then we were like, oh, we're so good at this. Let's put more training weights That's on. Right. Yeah. yeah, we were like, I'm ready to go fight like one of the final bosses, and then we get our asses kicked, and we're like, we need a training, we need a training arc. I need to put those yeah. ankle weights back the fuck on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so. So what do we think about for for no hetero? Did we actually give a ranking for no homo? I'm sorry. Uh, no homo. Um, okay, so I think we gosh. gotta rate the Bronwyn stuff as no hetero. Yeah, and the right. other the the Conrad stuff is no homo. Yeah, so it's it's confusing. We're really we're really bending ourselves back. Yeah, no, this, this is this, science. Sometimes this, science is hard. The scale is perfect. Yeah. It's great. Um. <laughs> So I yeah. so my my hot take is I think this is it's 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 pretty I want I almost want to just do an even three on the no homo because it's like mm. it's pretty it's a it's a breakup yeah but it's also yeah. like yeah fucking Conrad is crying. Yeah. Like he's crying while he's talking about how much he hates uh Kelena. And Kelena's like, buddy, please. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you let this guy fuck your entire life and then he comes back because he he's like Well you got Damn, no you're so fucked up. You, you got would be no perfect like for this burden I want to put on you. And he goes, Hey, fuck you. I don't want to bear your burdens. I already bore your burdens. Yeah, like it is not on its face very gay, but just like the messiness and the drama of it have mm-hmm. big gay energy. Yeah, and I know? will say there are, if I'm really reading into it, um, there are those little funny moments where like Kalana is just like, hey, this guy is like, he's an opportunist, but he's really driven and he's like good at his job mm-hmm. and that's kind of nice. And we're both, d- actually we're, we're both, both dumbasses we're for both going on this quest. Shit. Yeah, he does have a lot of moments where he's like, damn, he's a fucking dumbass. But I guess in the same way I am. So, yeah, and that's, you know, that's kind of flirting right there. It is a bit. Yeah, this this is what it's like when two dumbass, miserable assholes try to date. This is like, this Mm -hmm. is the epitome of two just like miserable, awful people thinking like, well, we both kind of like hate the world, so like maybe this will work out for us. And it's like, no, you'll both hate each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I I feel like I feel like we've talked this up a little bit. I kind of want to maybe go with like a with with maybe like a four now for no hetero. They're kind of gay. They're kind of gay with it. They're not gay, but like 
We can see that it would. We could. I we can, can see how this is is arc being laid out in front of me. Pretty hetero, though. It's yeah. one of those where I get. Yeah. It's not quite un, like a Naruto and Sasuke, where like when they have women involved, it's mm-hmm. like. You can say they're like trying so desperately to make you be like. Hey, it's don't like shoehorned. I believe the Bronwyn thing. I think it's hilarious that Bronwyn didn't give a shit about him. Um. But like, mm-hmm. I think I do buy that he was like, you know, like did feel something for her, you know, in a way that was more than just like, wow, she's a woman who was there. So, yeah. Yeah. And even, yeah, even, even it, it might even not be that like Ronwyn didn't give a shit about him. It's like, she was sort of like, well, I got to kind of totally screw this guy over for the greater good. Like on the off chance that this you know, that the lead on this black axe might be legitimate, you know? Oh, yeah, no, totally. No, I mean, yeah, I I, I thought it was a really good blindside, honestly, like, reading it. I, I don't mean to, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good, like, he shows yeah. up and it's like, ah, Bronwyn, you sent me on this quest, and, like, you know, she's dead, yeah. she can't say anything, but it's clear, like, he looks back yeah, at the letter it's... and, like, sees it in a new light and is like, Oh, you thought I was gonna. You thought this was my new mission forever. Like you didn't. You, I was planning on coming yeah, back to like, you all this time, and you had already said your goodbyes to me. Like that's that's cool. Um, and it's a. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good tragic yeah. romance, and, and, and I think it like against this like messy breakup that the other two have. I think it's interesting, which is where I'm coming at with like this. Is Caldor just the messiest bi on the planet? <laughs> that's where I'm. Yeah, like. Again, this scale is not biphobic because it's perfect, yeah. <laughs> but it is a little hard to do one where, like, I do believe the, like, heterosexual romance that's being pushed at me, but I'm also, like, looking at the messy, like, gay breakup that was really, like, that's the crux of what happened here. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, you know, Bronwyn was important to him, but really just more of a symbol of, like not being able to go back to his old life. Yeah. Although, yeah, I, I do kind of, I, I, I feel like I am inclined to rate the uh, the no homo lower than the no hetero, just because Bronwyn is instantly fridged, like, before she even gets an appearance, like... Yeah. Oh, totally! It is... It is on that level of comedy, where it is, like, the opposite of, like, Nardo and Sasuke pouring their feelings out for each yeah. other, and then like next episode, Nardo's like straight married. Um, it is like the opposite of like Kelna and Conrad being like, "Oh, we might have had something," but Con- Kelna being like, "But I have a girl back home who I will love to see," and then it immediately being like, "Man, she died, and also she broke up with you." Mm-hmm. Like she died, and also she like didn't even have the heart to break up with you over text. She like was like, anyways, you don't exist anymore. My dude. Yeah. Cause I mean the implied thing of Conrad being like, or of, Hell yeah, no. yeah, no, of Conrad being okay. like, Hey, you have the act. You could come with me. Like, I don't know what your plan is. You could come with me. And, like, we could go be pirates together or whatever. Like, oh, I shit, that would be so good. You know, like, that's really the implicit, like, hey, you're taking the axe with you. Could you at least come with me that far? And, like, you know, like... And maybe if you wanted to stay, haha. Yeah. 
like, hey, don't fuck me over with this. Like, your end of the mission was to, like, prove that I could do something brave. Um, But also, like, you could stay with me. And he says no and goes to see Bronwyn and Bronwyn is dead. And then, like, goes and is like, uh, who can I pass this sword off onto? Oh, Conrad. I love that guy. Remember that guy? Who can I pass this axe who has only caused me pain and ruin onto? Yeah. Yeah, he... Boy, he 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 really just fucks himself over. Like he really just r- ruins two rela- two whole relationships in 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 quick succession, and then and then and then he get, he 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 gets broken up with so bad he has no choice but to fully scrub his 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 existence from you know all knowledge of exist his existence from the world, and then he has to like crawl back to his ex. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, remember me? Do you ever have a breakup so messy that, that, that... That you let them think they killed you? That you just have to scrub yourself from the place face of the planet. Yeah, like... <laughs> God. <laughs> they shove you in a trunk somewhere and you just sort of let yourself out and, like, leave. Like, <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, the, I guess they can God. just think that happens. That's fine. <laughs> so here's where I'm thinking God. with like this is note. Yeah, this is so hard because it is so much more about the breakups than the actual relationships, I, and that is a challenging thing to yeah. write. I want to put okay. Here's where I'm at. I want to put the no homo at a three because uh-huh. all the reasons we talked about of them being like cute together, them having their little moments, but it's all in like such like like have to do a James and the Giant reach for it, like. Uh-huh. All the little moments yeah. I talk about, Kalanaw is like one, like a sentence, like before, or after. He's just like, but also he's a self serving little maniac who sucks. And I'm just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just like, yeah, so this guy sucks. And also, I will say they do pepper in the fact that he's like always thinking about Bronwyn for like the whole mm-hmm. like book. Um, and I will say the Phrygian ad at the end is mwah, creative masterpiece. Love it. Yes. I will, like, there's just as much emotion in that scene as in the, like, uh, Conrad and Kellen uh, breakup scene. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah, put it this at, is... like, it's no homo in the sense that, like, I have to reach for the homo, but also I have to reach for the hetero. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, reaching, like... I'm, both arms are outstretched like I'm Spider-Man trying to stop a train, and I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm fucking screaming in pain over here. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> um uh, uh this this yeah this 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 book is just like well we 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 could give you some homo and or hetero content but we're too busy just like giving you a series of gut punches yeah it is like, really like no homo and no hetero in the sense that like kalna is not allowed to have anything <laughs> So he can't have a gay relationship, but not for homophobic reasons. It's just he's not allowed to have a like a hetero one either. He's not allowed to have any uh, relationships that matter. Yeah, I mean, literally, like... Does that mean... <laughs> so I want to put his, like, no hetero maybe at, like, a three or four as well. Because I'm, like, uh-huh. the messiest of the breakup and the fridging of, um... The fridging of Bronwyn is so strong for me. But also, uh, once again, it feels just in that way where it's like, no, it doesn't like matter whether this was like queer baited or not. 
Kalma is not allowed to have shit. Yeah. Kalma is supposed to like, made to suffer. I want to give it. Yeah, you I know, almost want to give it three stars across the board. It's no homo, three stars. No uh-huh. hetero, three stars. No romo, also three stars. Because it's just like it it's, is right in the middle of being like, yeah, this friendship is really close. Could have been romantic. It's whatever. Also, he did have this romance that was really important to him. But was it important to her? Who can say? It probably was somewhat. But you know, like. We don't yeah, know you know because what? she's it is, not there. You know, it's just like that everything is right on that fine line of like it mostly being symbols for other things. So like it all is just like, you know, these are relationships that he had in his life. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. You know what? I think I like threes across the board for this because one, perfectly balanced as all as things. All things that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think that feels sort of appropriate just because like every time for all three aspects, it gets you like just close enough and then cuts itself off, you oh, yeah. know, it, 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 it sort of goes halfway on everything. And then it's like, no, we can't have nice. It things. goes like just far enough for it to hurt, you know, because yeah, it's exactly. supposed to hurt you as much as it hurts Kalana. So it gets close enough to like Kalana having anything meaningful and like nice in his life and is like did you care mm-hmm. about that great yeah i mean yeah, kelano's no. story is about being told like hey this is your destiny now no one else is going to do this for you no one else is going to help you either when you like that's mm-hmm. the that's the story is your like, destiny is to, to be a delivery boy yeah bronwyn said fuck you have the black axe let me send you on your way and also uh delete your social security number <laughs> so revoke your citizenship um his cousin who brought him on the mission on the first place died not her fault but she died by being um, picked up too hard yeah and then like you know like everyone else like the um when he like tries to take it to conrad his whole thing is like well, you know, maybe the responsibility will like wake something up in him, and he like then he we talks. We both be miserable together, and Conrad's like, "You fucked my life up." Conrad's like, "You fucked my life mm-hmm. up. I'm done helping you. I got nothing out of it the first time. There's no reason for me to help you." In the sense that you can even feel if you maybe came to Conrad at like a different moment, like maybe when he wasn't like like so on the edge like he wasn't like drunk out of his mind and he wasn't like yeah still stewing in it after like having everything taken from him he could have been like yeah no we can like be on this together and then i can be the cool pirate with the black axe and like sail the seven seas with the black axe and like no he found him when he was at his lowest point and he was ripe to be like hey man you fucking fucked my shit up i'm missing a leg a boat and like most of my good years because of you. Mm-hmm. Cause he does yeah, end up giving it to is... a student, doesn't he? Yeah. It's the same student. Cause like he has this thing where he's yeah. like, damn, I should give it to him, but like oh, but that wouldn't be good. I don't want to I don't want to fuck his life up. I don't want yeah, I don't want to put that burden on him. And then he ends and he does it in the very end, but he's like, okay, I will take the burden and then eventually I'll pass it on to him anyway. But first he has to go to Conrad and be like, Hey, do you want me to fuck your life up again? And he's like, No. Yeah, no, but like yeah, if it, if 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 it wasn't apparent from like our descriptions, Kelenov fully goes like almost forty years just like being the Black Axe all by his lonesome, just because like he was like, well, 
Well, I ran out of people to uh, to give this to, and I uh, I'll, I'll just be Black X now. And then, yeah, it's not until he actually meets Liam like thirty something years later that he's like, okay, finally I can give this to someone. Yeah, you definitely see him like, I don't know. It's 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 good. He has the whole like. He's deciding, like, when he when he first, like, takes the axe to the one guy who's, like, tell, like you know, he goes to this town and they take him to a back room and stuff. And they're like, hey, you can't, like, you're wagging your tongue about secret stuff. And then they tell him, like, oh, you're not supposed to get, like, he didn't even assume that he was going to give it away. He was like, yeah, it's my burden. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that guy was like, you're a delivery boy, idiot. And he's like, no, it's too much for you. You won't be able to do it. And he's like, but who would i give it to it sounds terrible why would i give something that terrible to somebody which i think is Mm -hmm. interesting it's a good good uh i don't know it's a good metaphor for a lot of things i think but um it's cool it's cool like conrad like comes at him on the cliff and he's like hiding on the side and he's like nope i'll just do it i guess because this sucks (laughs) there's no one else i can really trust with this honestly Pretty much. And then when he finally does trust someone with it, it's like, well, guess I've got to erase, erase my own identity now and fake my own death. Uh, good luck with that what to me, that- I guess. Time to go live a life of solitude and fight Again, monsters and shit. Again, this is definitely shit. a moment of me not having like read the other stuff, but I'm also like, what's he doing? What's he been mm-hmm. doing for 40 years? He's been killing wolves. He's been decimating the wolf population for killing. Yeah, that's what the black axe does. They kill wolves and big animals. You Mm. saw how they killed that fox instantly. So they're just like extra level mouse guard. Yeah, just sort of like out there, just like doing work in the shadows, like, you know, sort of heading off threats before they can like pose a threat to the rest of the guard. Like and not just like fighting monsters, also like, you know, um, yeah, it's it's even implied that he's like you know doing work to like even alter the landscape to be like more hospitable for other guard members. Just like doing a bunch of work in the shadows that is like sort of borderline superhuman, you know. Hmm. Just just out there doing legendary shit where no one can see him. Okay, that's valid. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta guys night. <laughs> it's not even yeah, guys so... night. It's just him. Just <laughs> him and the axe. Guy night. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, are 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 we feeling all threes for our ratings? I think that's perfect. I think we got to one of the extremes with Sasanaro, and now mm-hmm. we are at a true neutral. Yeah. Yeah, God. Here's the thing. Yeah. This one had too many themes for um, queer baiting because, like, you know, it's a <laughs> queer cute ba- story. Queer baiting arises out of a uh, lack of themes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> In the corpse of themes and <laughs> facts, we queer bait the characters. Yeah. Naruto, as we know, had no themes whatsoever. So all that we are left <laughs> with is. Naruto, as we know, was actively killing its themes. No offense, but that's yeah. kind of how it seems from the outside. Again, <laughs> yeah, seen as much as you guys have, but you know, I have uh, not to bring up Naruto again. I have um, unfortunately been hit with the disease if I talked about it. So now I want to watch the ninjas do cool shit again. Oh no! Oh no! 
<laughs> they're cool. Oh, that's so tragic for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're cool. <laughs> Listen. I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> they're cool. You'll, you'll have to let me know how Gar is doing. He's, he's doing great. Not well. Yeah, doesn't sound like, yeah, at any point in that he's doing very well at all. But, you I know. I mean, the thing about him is he's mostly just, like, chilling most of his time. He's, like, hoping mm-hmm. Nardo will hang out with him more, and he's wondering why his family yeah. fucking hated him. But, like... He does seem a bit of a Todoroki figure where it's like he's traumatized, but also he's chilling. Like he's learned to like become true new- neutral with the trauma. Mm-hmm. Like like whenever it comes back up, he's just kind of like, yeah, man. I've, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great. We're doing this again. All right. Fun. It's <laughs> exciting. All right. Do, do we do we have any last segments or anything before we close this one do out? Do we want to do a third segment this week? <sighs> My 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 throat is getting a little raw, okay. so maybe not. I can do one quick third segment. It's uh, the queer baiting of Luthabon. Um, mm. First of all, yeah, uh, the wallet keychain, gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ring of Keys gay. by Allison Vegetal. Yeah, his yeah. Um, his uh, his outfit, gay. Mm-hmm. Um, gay. Uh, the fact that he has a fancy little wig to put his crown on, very gay. Yeah. Um, he's always striking like gay little poses mm-hmm. all the time. He really is. Um, gay all the time, and he's got that fucking long ferret body. There's so much there to I pose. I know he's yeah, just slinky. He's fucking posing it near constantly. He's, he's fucking wiggling that body in so many poses. I know he's like Greg from fucking yeah. Succession. He's tall, but he's just like gangly, and he's got them hips too. It's like you know. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. he got that fucking cacao that won't stop. Like. Mm-hmm. Like he he do got them yeah. hips. I well, gotta say, true. fucking thick twink over here. Like, uh huh. King Luthabon, gay. That's right. That's it. That's gay. That's the whole segment. He, yeah, he's I've- um, <laughs> he's a five. He's a one on the no hetero. Or is it a five on the oh, no? Yeah, he's a five on the no hetero. A one on the no homo. Five on that's the no right. hetero. Yeah, yeah. Our scale is perfect. And. Again, a perfect rating system. We would never forget how it works. A perfect rating scale. And um, for the no Romo, um, he's, oh, uh, uh, I don't know his romantic inclinations, but he can date me. Yeah. (laughs) God, same. Yeah. I don't think he knows what dating is, but I think he'd be down. You (laughs) know? (laughs) Hey, man. It's fine. We'll work it out. He'd be like, is this honorable? And you'd be like, fuck yeah. And he'd be like, It's hmm. super honorable for you to kiss me on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It would be extremely hospitable of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. weird little man. <laughs> okay. Now we're done. All right. Yeah, he's a good little guy. Uh, so, Sky, I believe it is your turn to uh, to pick our, our, our next offering. Well, damn. You know, I've been thinking a lot uh-huh. about what I think we should cover next. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just can't get it out of my head. So it's a bit of a wild card, but I think we're going to do fucking, I think we're doing BBC Sherlock next. Uh, you, m- more of a oh, wild card. Oh than- my God. Oh yeah. Let's Fuck yeah. fucking go. So I think. Mm. We're, we're just hitting the heavy hitters. One out of the other. I'm going to, I still have a little bit. I don't know whether it's worth it or not for me to finish the series is where I'm at because I feel like I got queer baited enough watching the first two seasons. Uh Um, But I might do that on my own time just to like sort of be able to talk it through and everything. Uh I think required watching is at least the Irene Adler episode 
Uh-huh. And the one where um, the the Moriarty one specifically where Sherlock jumps off the building and dies. Sorry for spoilers. I don't uh-huh. care. It's Sherlock. Um, this is early, early shit before, like, I mean, it's been off the rails since day one, but I didn't really watch much past, like, you know how there were two seasons and then it was like six years and then they did another season. I had kind of tapped out by that point. Um, now I'm just remembering that Moriarty is a character in that series and how fucking off the wall his performance was from moment one. Like, oh, what yeah. the fuck was he going for? Great. Um, <laughs> Whatever you're imagining, if you're not familiar with this character, it's worse than that. I think what he was going for was homophobic, honestly. <laughs> well, the thing about it like, is I, I yeah. heard about like Sherlock Mind Palace for so many years. I think it was like a month ago where I finally saw a video of what a Sherlock Mind Palace scene looked like. Uh-huh. And I thought I was having a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sure it was like a fake edit someone made. And I was like, there is no way they made that and then broadcast it on live TV and said, this is good and you will all clap. <laughs> this is television. This is BBC. You filthy little hogs. You will all eat the slop. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was, I was no way. There have to be added sound effects, or there has to be like editing going on. No, it's real. Mm-hmm. So I'm delighted. Remember, yeah. remember how Sherlock, which by definition is a mystery series, gave us a mystery at the end of season two of like how did Sherlock survive when yeah. he died? And then the first episode of season three was like, "Fuck you, we're not gonna explain it. There is no explanation." It just you, happened. You dumb fucks for trying to solve the mystery that we gave you on our mystery show. You stupid idiots. Why would you do that? We don't make shows God. this hostile anymore. I know! We don't make shows this overtly hostile to its viewing audience anymore. God. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for next episode. It's, we're... Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really gonna go through it. It's off the rails all the time here. Um, Yeah, so I think those are the only two required because honestly, the show is, I mean, the episodes are like movie length. I think I would like to talk about the the Mary Watson thing, though, just from the perspective Mm -hmm. of like making Mary a real person when she was like kind of like a kind of a beard joke, I think, in the books. Yeah. Uh, So maybe just like a brief overview of her. But yeah, I think those two episodes will definitely be. Th- that'll be like our like main coverage and then i might just like take a quick peek at the wikipedia or something and figure out where the where the show goes from there honestly yeah but yeah that's God. that's the required reading is those two episodes irene adler and sherlock jumping off a building we should cover the secret fifth season that doesn't exist. Oh, we absolutely oh, are. I can't wait to cover that <laughs> season. Uh, we should absolutely, absolutely talk about how uh, the final season was so awful that everyone thought that it was fake, that they produced a whole series of, of television that was not real and was fake, actually. And, oh, you just got to look yeah. for the clues, and there's a real one real one coming. Oh, are you telling me that the people who are watching a mystery show for a mystery that offered them no such mystery whatsoever were like, well, maybe there's another mystery. <laughs> Surely there's got to be a fucking mystery in here somewhere. Surely there has to be a mystery in my mystery series somewhere. 
God. All right. Do we want to wrap yeah, it up? I got to say, um, before we wrap it up, what a great idea was it for each of us for to make a podcast where each of us talk about uh, something that makes us absolutely deranged dog shit and oh, yeah. then affect yeah. the other host with it. That's right. Like a virus. <laughs> I'm so excited. This was a great, great little, I think this was a nice break, honestly. This was a great social experiment. Because yeah. you picked a really like good piece of media with some, you know, like, oh, is we it baiting? Stop is gushing? it actually? Yeah. We, we couldn't stop yeah. gushing over the storytelling and the themes, characters, and facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Too many themes in this one to be really like baity, you know. It's it's just good storytelling, but um, we're going back to bad storytelling pod- in the next one. <laughs> Hell yeah! This is this is a podcast where just like each of us individually on separate weeks contracts a case of rabies, <laughs> and then we just spend two hours biting the other just, host. That's right. We bite the other host, and then we find the cure for rabies, and we cure ourselves, and then the other host, uh once again contracts rabies the other host hides their bite mark <laughs> oh, yeah uh-huh okay emery where can we find you you can find me on for affinity my username is space robot i'm drawing furry artwork and these days not really posting it much anymore i'm i mostly just have a bunch of half finished pieces of Funny characters from my interstitial campaign. Those might go up eventually, maybe not. In Listen, the meantime, I saw you can. P2 co- with drip. <laughs> Hell yeah. I drew Pito with drip. I drew Blaze the Cat with drip. Oh, I drew shit. Waluigi with titties. Fuck. Oh shit. Yeah. That's all on the same page, by the way. <laughs> good. Oh Good, shit. good, 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 good. Oh hell yeah. Uh, so that's my fur affinity. You can also commission me, hit me up on Discord or my email address, spacerobitart at gmail.com. I'm also on a podcast called Digimon Ghost Gaze, where we talk about the the gayest series in television, Digimon, and its recent current ongoing series of Ghost Game, which is spooky and has sprites in it. Nice. That's it for me. Mm-hmm. All right, Sky. <laughs> oh, well, you can find me on Tumblr at Dankus McDonald or on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Um, you can follow our previous exploits at Hunting on Tumblr.com, and I'll be making a new one soon for this one. Just probably under We Rate Queer Bait or whatever iteration of that I can get. I will have details on that next episode. Hell yeah. And you can find me, Devin, at uh, Twitter at GroovingGastly. You can find me on a Sonic Lore podcast where we go randomly through Sonic Lore um, called The Sonic Shuffle. It is with hosts Dan and Morg, and uh, we have a great time where I contribute nothing of value. And uh, you can find our podcast at uh, WeWake. <laughs> we rate queer bait at twitter.com. Woohoo! 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 Oahu! Oahu! Uh, 
<laughs> okay, so everyone. Okay, so here, he, okay, this is this is really stupid. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if what if we ended the episode? <laughs> what, what if? But no. <laughs> Wait, guys. What if? What if? Oh God, okay, okay. Did you think I was serious, guys? I was just kidding. No. Don't even worry about it. Wait, I, oh, that, yeah, was, okay. that wasn't for real. Okay, but should I mean, we end the episode though? Um, I mean, unless? yeah, unless. Like unless. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Good night. That's gonna be great. We're gonna. That's gonna be so fun to do every week. Hey, what's up? This is Emery from the future. Uh, so I know I said in this episode that I that that I couldn't find any evidence of of Conrad Kalinos ship art existing, but then, but then we had uh, my friend Dan on for a future episode, and Dan has drawn that art. I'm not kidding, folks. Uh, we we found the one person in the world who who loves Conrad Kalanaw and and imagines them together. And and it's our friend Dan from Sonic Shuffle. And I just thought that that was very funny and and nice. And shout out to Dan. Hello, if you're listening, what's up? This episode's for you and absolutely no one else.